Hi, welcome to It Takes Two podcast. It's episode eight today, and we're excited to be here. We are excited to be here. I got my coffee ready to rock. We're on episode eight, talking about some fun things here. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for continuing to follow along. We've had seven awesome episodes. We're on month two now, technically, since it's episode eight is two months now. So if you guys are having a good time, make sure that you leave us a five-star review and a written review. Um, follow, like, share, all those things really help push that content out there. So if people are needing um, relational advice or encouragement, mm-hmm. this is a place that they can come to. Yeah. And we, we hope that you guys have been encouraged and challenged and have had conversations. I think like my favorite thing is hearing from people that Tell, oh, we, me and my husband, me and my wife have been watching and we ask, we pause and we ask questions. And so it's, it's been a great, a great journey and we're just getting started. So um, I'm excited. We have a little bit of a different type of, not different type of episode, but we try to incorporate more and more things, you know, as we go on. And so keep it fresh. Yeah. Everybody likes a little freshness to the podcast world. So um, we're going to be talking about a couple things. Do you want to tell the the people? Yeah. So we have a new first segment called um, Relationship POV. So as we know, there are many public relationships out in the world mm-hmm. and thought it'd be interesting to kind of take some of those spotlighted relationships and give our perspectives on that and discuss and give pers- yeah perspective and opinions and kind of what we feel like you know maybe the good the bad the ugly of the celebrity world of you know relationships yeah so i think it'll be fun so of course the first couple that comes to mind can you guess yeah everybody can guess it's like the hottest couple right now the hottest couple not like hot as in looks hot as in topic i don't know i think she's a good looking gal i think he's a good looking guy too he would say that but we're going to be talking about taylor swift and travis kelsey now if you don't know who these people are i don't know how much i can help you but taylor (laughs) swift is like the most popular pop star in the world yeah she just got an award for spotify for being like one of the most listened to artists yeah i mean and honestly i feel like she's I right now she is in the debate for I mean I think she's an all-time great She's iconic. No, 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 she is I know, she is iconic. I'm saying you could like put her <clears throat> some people have them her in their top, you know, 3 artists of all time. If she's not in your top, you're lying to yourself. Well, she top has what? I mean, top list of artists of all time. She just has transcended like three or more genres, still remains to be at the top of the charts. She like from her first album to her la- most recent album, you can tell me multiple of her songs. No, absolutely. I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying. She. I think she's, without a doubt, a top ten artist of all time. Mm-hmm. I think sh- it's a compelling argument to take to make a top five artist of all time. I'm just hesitant. I don't know about top three, but that's not the point of this podcast. No. We're gonna start another podcast where we debate celebrity. Uh, dynasties no. in their lives. Uh, no. This is not drafting. But she is right now the most popular artist in the in the world. And she has been for a, a little bit. Yeah. And so it's interesting to see, you know, someone with that kind of caliber of, you know, her stardom and her success, you know, be matched with someone else. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? And um, if you don't know who Travis Kelsey is, I can help you. Um, if you very guys, proud of you for this. Yeah. He plays for the Chiefs. Mm, very good. What city? Kansas City. Very good. What position? Um, 
I don't know, but I can tell Tight you end. what NFL man plays. What What do you mean NFL man? Um, number zero on the Dolphins. Okay, well that's Barrios. He's a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver. Maybe that's in a different episode. And he's a kick returner. That is true. Utility man. Um, so yeah, Travis Kelsey plays for the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Pretty much in the argument. I mean, he's a, he's a MVP Hall of Famer. Or not MVP. He's a Hall of Famer locked in for the NFL when he retires. Uh, Super he Bowl. He won the Super Bowl. Yep, Super Bowl MVP, mm-hmm. two-time MVP. Um, right now, it's kind of being considered he could end up being the greatest tight end of all time. Wow. Um, but it just depends on how the rest of his career. But right now, one of the most dominant tight ends in the NFL and like one of the most uh, <clears throat> dominant personalities in the NFL. So a very popular person. Well, yeah, because him and his brother and then their mom and all the details that go into that. It's mm-hmm. super interesting. And who is his brother? Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Okay. And well, I know his the... wife is... Eagles. Yeah. Okay, anyways, if you guys have seen some of the TikTok trends, I didn't record it, and I'm so mad I didn't, but um, I have a devotional group on Wednesday mornings. We meet oh at my, 7, yeah. and it was still dark out, so I don't know if it, you want to turn out anyway, but we were on the way. Spencer comes with me, and he like, works while I meet with my group, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know what's so crazy is that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. She's doing so much for his career. And it's like this funny TikTok trend where all these girls are trying to tell their husbands or boyfriends, whatever, who this NFL player is. And they're like so annoyed. And you totally fell for it. I did. I was like, I I was instantly, because listen, I'm not a Taylor Swift hater. I actually like Taylor Swift's music, but I can find the fandom kind of annoying at times how they're, it's like they idolize her. So, you know, when, when Adrian's like, oh yeah, it's crazy like now people know who he is i'm like adrian i literally in the car i was like adrian this is like the best tight end in the nfl right now he does it ever people know who he is he's and i was like defending him and she yeah she and i was like just kidding i know that he's a big deal but i wanted to see you blow up and it was so oh it's like the reaction that you would hope for and why all these videos are were going viral Mm -hmm. it's because the guys were getting so upset and you totally a into the palm of my hand. I did. I did. But all that to explain, that's who we're talking about in case you don't know. And I thought it was just really interesting to bring them up, not just because they're so popular, but because you have these two really successful people, mm-hmm. two big personalities coming together. Yeah. And, you know, I actually really admire their relationship from what I've seen. Me too. From what I've seen, yeah, it seems like, I mean, obviously they've been dating for what, all of two seconds, but... um Still, I mean, I, I feel like it's it's cool when you can have a different perspective. And, like, for better or worse, like, celebrities, their relationships is so public. So you know about every fight they have and everything and, you know, because paparazzis and, and Probably doesn't help the success rate. No, that's what I'm saying. And so I think we can sometimes learn kind of, like, the humanity in us by watching, like, these – how these celebrities go. Because, really, I mean, they are just – they're, They're people. just like us. They're people that, you know, experience all the same things. So I think it's fun to look at different types of relationships and kind of talk about, I guess, from a standpoint of a biblical lens, like, oh, what do they do well? And, and you know, where, where are areas that maybe they're not doing what they should be doing? But I agree on the most part, like their relationship seems fun. Taylor mm-hmm. Swift was, and, obvi- you know, I, how much of it is for looks and I'm just going to assume the best. I can only talk about what I know. Yeah, I'm And what I know is... I see her going to as many games as she can with mm-hmm. like the world tour she's doing. Exactly. I think 
like a lot of celebrities you'll see like oh they travel for work or they're like on location for a movie or whatever it is and it's like they don't get to see the people in their Mm -hmm. life because they put like their work you know above all of that which you know you got to do what you got to do but she is making the effort to make it work and be there to support him and um the video you talked about with um i think he went to one of her brazil concerts Mm -hmm. yeah it was in brazil he uh it was just a video of he went to the concert and then he was just chilling, you know, back and just waiting for her after her concert. And she runs out and gives him a hug. And, you know, it's just very like he's it shows that he's supportive. And it's not one sided. Like he's going not. to her concerts, even though it's in Brazil. Yeah. And she is taking breaks from her shows to come and see and celebrate him. And I really like that. I think sometimes it's hard when you have two big personalities. You can feel like maybe you want to compete sometimes Mm -hmm. for like the attention or for, you know, whatever that means. But you see these two big personalities coming together and really just showing up for each other. I think if that's all we know, I think that's still a good thing to see. And I think it's also really cool to see, yeah, the, the sacrifice on both ends and really supporting one another. And I think what we... You know, I personally enjoyed the or like the idea that I feel like when you are so secure and confident in what you're doing individually, and that's the thing. It's like in marriage, you are one, but at the same time, you each have your own personality traits and desires and all of these things. So I think it's important when you are so confident in yourself and what you're doing, it's easier to support what the other person is doing. And I think everybody knows relationships where maybe, you know, you have one person that's like more insecure about their own situation, their own status. And because of that, it's hard for them to support the other person. And so that that relationship dynamic can be can be frustrating sometimes. And we have our own things that we have and, and are confident. And I think it helps us support one another, too. Yeah, and I think sometimes you don't have those two big personalities that are both super successful. Sometimes you have one person that's all the personality and they attract someone who is a little bit more mild. But when you can see that mild personality not feel like they're being overshadowed, but really just like come and support them. Like I think especially like as a woman, I have a really big personality. I'm really confident and out there. And so when we finally connected, it was like, oh, someone who's not intimidated by that. Like, mm-hmm. even my cousin, she's amazing. She has such a big personality. And we were always just like, is anyone going to be, like, able to to handle all this? That's what we would always say about, like, ourselves. And she's married and her husband's amazing. And he is so supportive of everything that she's ever yeah. done. And I think it's just really cool when you can find people that can run in their lanes and then be happy for the person in their relationship that's also running in theirs. And yeah, I think it's like a myth that like pers- two different types of personalities have to meet, you know, and it's like, oh, a big personality has to be with another big personality or a personal- a big personality has to be with a chiller personality and yeah, opposites attract. And I think that's all a myth. I think like you can, any personality Ooh. can work with any other personality. Take or fake, it's a myth. Take or fake, it's a myth. But I, because it just, it requires understanding the dynamic of your relationship and how you make it work. And I think about us, you know, you, I, we're, we're kind of different. I don't know. I'm like, a, I don't even know who I, like, who I, I don't know categorize. who I am. I don't know who I am. <laughs> no, I don't know how I categorize myself because I am very like extroverted in certain times, but I also love, but I would say in public, like if we're at church or if we're at, at a party, a party, 
Um, I feel like we're pretty equal when it you're comes... You're relational. You're magnetic. Even if you like your alone time, when you're out in public, like, you are the personality. Yeah, I, I guess. But you are as well. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm the personality. I'm just saying, though, for you to say, oh, I'm not quite a big personality. No, you are. It's okay that you also like solitude. I don't need solitude. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't think that... I mean... Everyone needs it, but I'm not like desperate for it. Yeah. And as a strong woman, like some of you out there might be strong personalities and, you know, I don't ever think you should apologize that or you should become mousy if you're, if you have a strong personality, but you also don't need, I mean, I'm thinking of your cousin, right? You don't need somebody that like matches your energy and is super extroverted Mm -hmm. because, you know, Brandon for the most part is like a more chill dude, but I think that's where we misconstrue like strength and totally. respect and submission. And mm-hmm. it's not, it's not personality based. It's basically yeah. like just how you interact with one another. You can have confidence and not be super outgoing. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, so I feel like sometimes we get into the idea of, Oh, I have to find this type of person because I'm this type of person when that's not really the case. Definitely. It's I more, think you just need someone who's supportive and yeah. that can be any really personality type Mm -hmm. i think it just comes down to like loving well and you can do that being extroverted introverted i think it's just confidence yeah yeah and confidence and yeah so i think i enjoyed the most out of them like they they both are so confident in what they're doing Mm -hmm. and they're really good at it and i think because of that it helps them to support their person in a completely foreign like area, you know, Taylor Swift going to sports, Travis Kelsey going to pop concerts, you know. So. But it always starts with yourself. It always starts with yourself. So I think if you're looking to be in a relationship, you need to be content on your own. You And that's okay to want to be in a relationship, but mm-hmm. not need. There's needs and wants. And I think if you can be content and confident in any season, that's just going to transfer over later on. Absolutely. And I, I could have been really intimidated by you when we were dating. No, I think you were. Well, not, I was never intimidated by you. Oh. But I'm saying when we were dating, it was, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast, like we were in different stages. And I could have been, you know, trying to suppress you because I, because you were, had more quote unquote things that were going for you than I did because I was a college student. Um, but I mean, I don't think I did. No, he did not. No. <laughs> and was, that's why okay, I will loved. say there were... <laughs> What? We can laugh on things now. <laughs> oh no! I'm a pretty confident person. In what did general. I do? No, no, it, you didn't do it. I did. I'm a pretty. I'm telling on myself. I'm a pretty confident. Oh, about the shoes. Yes. Oh yeah. So I'm a pretty confident person, and so it's funny for me to think that I thought this at one point because <laughs> I'm like, wow, what a childish thing to do. But when we were dating, one time, did I get upset? Like mad? There was like twofold in this, like. It was like, you know, we'd be dressing up somewhere and I'd put on heels and I don't think you liked how tall they were. Yeah, because like, she would be taller than me. I'm not taller than you, but if I put on heels, yeah. it's going to adjust things a bit. And yeah. so you didn't. So I was like, oh, shoot, we're not a heels girly for now. Or they got to be like short. Yeah. So no platforms, all that kind of stuff. I mean, now I feel like I don't really it doesn't really matter. But and also I'd always ask you to carry me places and you would be like, no, you'd get so mad. But oh, yeah, I remember that I when we got married, I was uh, I was a twig. I didn't start working out until after we got married. 
So I feel like, but it's so funny. I, I think back then and I'm like, man, I was, that was such, such a childish thing <laughs> to be upset about. Maybe it was silly, but. But we grow. Now. We grow and we learn. Yeah. And uh, I'm not, I embrace my, my, my stature now. But, I love you. I think you're perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But it, it's just a matter of, you know, you have to be confident in yourself. And if you aren't, then relationships are not going to work for you because when it's you gonna be difficult when you bring in a completely different dynamic especially who who you would want to be with you know it's like oh you want to be with somebody that is driven and focused and awesome and so if you get who you want to be with but you're not working on who you are you're still it's still not going to be a, a good thing for you mm-hmm. so yeah that's good but i think that i like the relationship i do i do too yeah. I'm a fan. I mean, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of other her other relationships have been super low key, mm-hmm. um, which is fine because obviously you can see how that can really mess with you. But it's kind of fun to celebrate someone being in their, you know, budding season. Yeah, I hope this one works out. I do because she's got quite the track record. I know Spencer will be looking at his fancy app and he'll be like, oh, "I hope Taylor Swift's going to this game. He's going to play so much better." <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see him go to the red carpet with her. That would be really cool. That would be cool. That like would Grammy be Grammy cool. season. It is pretty insane up. how talked about it it is. Her going to and, the ESPYs. And he, he, him and his brother, Jason, their podcast. Did you oh, see this? yeah, yeah. When they started dating, it launched to number one on oh, the podcast charts. Everyone wants to number know. Number one. That's insane. So it is the Taylor effect, I guess. In In... She has given him a new status in culture, not in sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Totally. To the people who have never been before, they're like, we love football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I feel like if, you know, if you're waiting for somebody, then just be aware of, of how important it is to steward yourself right now. And also, if you're dating, I feel like it's an important question to ask, you know, how how have I supported, you know, my person like how have i have i been supportive have i been so focused on my stuff that i don't they they don't feel supported because honestly it's like a superpower when i feel like adrian is fully supporting me and i feel like i have more confidence and more drive when i know that she's on my side and so and i um, love to see you do the things that you love to do like when you do your lives for your podcast i'm you know, folding laundry, watching downstairs, but like mm-hmm. I'm on the lives or, you know, if you're going to speak somewhere, like whether it's at a youth service or the weekend or a guest church, like yeah. I always want to be there because right. it's fun to see you do what you love. Mm-hmm. I love to support those things. Yeah. So it's really important, but I guess that's a good POV on, on the two. We'll, we'll keep up with them, I guess. Hopefully they don't break up because <laughs> we just kind of talked them up here. Well, so far so good. So far so good, um, awesome. So, I guess we can we can jump into um, our second segment, which is kind of what's the point of wedding vows. Yes, I think that this was a good topic. Um, when I was meeting with a mentor earlier on, um, going through a difficult season, it's like, what do I do? She was like, okay, take Psalm twenty three, and take it line by line like one line at a time for one whole day and meditate on that line. And you would think like, how am I going to do a devotional based on like one line every Mm -hmm. day? Like not even a verse, like just a portion of it. Like he leads me beside still waters. Like 
what does every word in that line mean and dissecting it and really taking it, you know, to heart. And I had such a beneficial week when I really, you know, just took my time to dive deeper in those things. And so I thought, wouldn't it be a cool idea to take wedding vows, the traditional vows, Mm -hmm. and maybe go line by line line and talk about the importance of um, each things that are said. And I mean, in our wedding, we did do traditional wedding vows. We didn't write our own. I know it's more popular to do that now. Mm -hmm. I... (laughs) just not a wordsmith and I was so intimidated because Spencer is so well-spoken that I didn't want to be compared to like if he was funnier than me or more sensitive than me and I was like of course I love you but I just didn't feel like that was a strength that I was or like a risk I was willing to take in front of like 300 people yeah so (laughs) well-spoken he's so (laughs) well-spoken it's a quote from a movie that we watch um yeah, so Adrian was like, hey, I don't want to do personal vows. I think you told me, I don't, I, don't, I feel like you told me not the world wordsmith part, but you told me, like, I also don't want to cry. <laughs> like, I don't want to start crying. I don't want to be too emotional in front of people. Like, yeah. it is special. Even, like, what we said I thought was still great. And I don't know. We didn't do anything private either. We just let the ceremony be the ceremony. But yeah. when we renew our vows, would I you want to do you. personal vows? Okay. Do you believe in renewing vows? Um, That's actually a good question that I really haven't thought about. Because I was actually talking about this last week oh, wow. with a couple of girls. We were in the car going to Tacoma and I was like, you know what? So I was talking about like our wedding season, how sometimes I wish like things I could have done differently. And they're like, well, why don't you just like renew your vows? And I was like, you know what? I don't know what I think about that. I don't have like a full on opinion, but you know, since we're bringing it up, um, if nothing That's was true. broken, I mean, why am I recommitting myself to you publicly? Right. When, like, if I said it, I said it. I'm holding myself to it. That's all there is to it. That's now, I, I do know couples who have gone through difficult seasons, so they wanted to, like, recommit themselves to each other because yeah, they've yeah. gone through a lot of tumultuous things and so that makes sense. That makes sense to me, but as a person that's never had to walk through that, why am I saying that I'm redoing it? Because, like, it's still true. That is a good point. I've never really thought about that until just now in this moment. I but mean, I, I agree. I mean, it's like if, if what are you renew, renewing what? Why does it need to be renewed? It doesn't need to be renewed. It can. But for anyone who's doing it, why are you renewing it? I think an anniversary like big party could be cool. And then to like not call them like renewing vows. your vows, but maybe like making other like statements of yeah. affection. I don't know. That's true. Maybe we maybe reword it. and reword just Reword it. But just use it as an excuse so we can go somewhere cool. Oh, a destination, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Destination, of course. I mean, I'm not going to get renew. I'm not going to renew my vows in a courthouse. Well, we're going to rent a villa and then bring all our closest people and do it there. That would be incredible. But that's a good, dude, that's a good point. You I never know? thought about that. I feel like it's not a huge thing right now. Like, you'll see a few people here and there and obviously it's when people are more further along in their relationship and their marriage but they'll renew their vows and i'm like i just don't know that concept and maybe it's just the phrasing of it all but i still don't like that phrase because mm-hmm. i think if it's not broken why are you renewing them if it ain't broke don't, don't fix it. it that's true okay so we can go through the wedding the traditional tradish vows. yeah but i thought it would it's still like a great um outline of like what's important totally. to be said and i don't know do you even know where these come from um no i, I feel like if you're you know 
reading the Bible, like a lot of people obviously are going to reference First Corinthians 13, talking about love is patient, love is kind, you yeah. know, and that's not necessarily vows, but I do think even like the intention of all I mean, of that can come from a biblical base. Vows probably, I mean, marriage was instituted. It was a Christian, you know, Catholic thing. So we take it from that. So I, 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 I imagine the, the vows come from the church, the Catholic church way back when. If the his- anyone the historical does know, church let us know, but probably came I up with that like, priests and whatnot. Yeah. When you're thinking about that, it just, it does align with all the, the good yeah. things. And, you know, vows are important because, you know, it's an, it's unfortunate that today your word doesn't really mean much. And mm-hmm. I mean, think about how crazy it is that back in biblical times or even like, you know, we, we watched this show and, and if like you disgrace this guy's name in public, he's like, all right, well, let's duel. Like to the death, we're, one of us is dying. How crazy of a concept of that is like, that's how weighty people's words were back mm-hmm. then of like, I say something. The value. The value of it. And so I think that's what, you know, vows is like, man, that your word is your bond. Mm-hmm. And I'm declaring this in front of people because this is actually like the conviction. I understand I'm coming into a covenant of marriage. And so, you know, I think we can't look at vows as just like, oh, it's just a ceremony and repeat after me. And, you know, it, it's actually a real statement of uh, that has weight and that's meaningful. And so... Well, what's your opinion on traditional vows versus writing your own? Um, I mean, I think either or, you know, I think it, I think it's just always the heart behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a vow, you know, and so because it's a vow, then that's what brings the weight of it. And if you want to write your own, then that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to do traditional, but it's all in the intention of just know like, hey, what you're saying is what you're holding yourself to. Is what to you're know. holding yourself to. Yeah. It's so, not just like pretty words to make people smile and laugh. It's yeah. like it really does mean something and holds a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why it's important to go through them and kind of talk through what they mean, because sometimes we might be able, we might lose sight a little bit of that in marriage. Okay, but also, last question before we go through them all, just because I'm curious of all the different ways that people, you know, go about vows and marriage ceremonies now. What do you think about public vows versus private vows? What do you think? I don't know. I feel like the reason why you have a wedding with witnesses, you know, maybe there's only one that signs the paper, but the rest are all there to witness your commitment to each other. I'm just not sure. I mean, we didn't do that, so... I'm not sure why you would do private vows or maybe you're just saying like, you know, statements of affection versus <laughs> vows. I just think like the way people word it is like, why? I just thought of, uh, what's the movie? Your eyes, your hair, your, your passion. Just go with it. <laughs> I was thinking of private vows in that regard. Your eyes, your hair. Um, it's a good movie. But I'm I mean, the, it's meant to be a public declaration of your love to each other and your commitment to each other. So, why do it in private? But I think even people that do it in private have the public vows too. They do, I know, but like why make it different? I don't maybe know. because That's of true. like the emotional thing? Maybe, but... maybe. Um, I agree with that. I mean, I don't really care either way or, you know, as long as there's some type of public vows, I think that's important. But private vows, like to one another, you know, maybe they want it to be a little more intimate and special and just like vowing to the other person. I think it's somewhat special though to know. like have that be between you and them. Yeah. Kind of like intercourse. Mm-hmm. Intercourse? 
inner courts. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, okay, like there's things that you do in public, but like there's a lot more intimate moments in private too. So yes. I guess not everyone needs to know all of the inner depths of your heart, but yeah. That's a good point. It's I mean, interesting. I don't have an opinion either way about that necessarily because I'm like, oh, I can see both sides. But mm -hmm. it's just interesting how like ceremonies can develop, you know, because I even writing your own vows, I feel like in the last, you know, decade or so has become a newer thing. I think a lot of people just did whatever the pastor said. Yeah. I mean, I think back on traditional like priestly Catholic marriages, I'm pretty sure the priest just did the ceremony and then the pr people just said, I do. And then it was done. Like there wasn't yeah. even a repeat after me. There wasn't any of that. So, so I like things becoming personal, but I also feel like there is value in like that original baseline of like how people say their vows to each other. Yeah, I so. agree. Okay, so you want to go through through them? Yes. Line by line? Line by line. Ones. I mean, of course, it starts with in the name of God. I, Adrian, take you Spencer to be my lawfully wedded husband. But the first line of your vow is... To have and to hold from this day forward. Yeah, so to have and hold from this day forward. What comes to mind when you think of that? Well, I just think it can be looked at sometimes negatively in vows, like to have like possessing someone. But mm -hmm. I think it's more along the lines of like, okay, we're the exclusivity of it all. Mm -hmm. Like we belong to each other. Yep. And it's not a negative connotation of possession. I think it's pride. Yeah, like like we belong to each other. Yeah. And that is, yeah, I, I, I agree. And then, you know, I, I kind of think of like, okay, yes, to have is important because it's like, yeah, we have each other. Mm -hmm. And that there's a special bond in that exclusivity. And also like to hold, I think of there's like a responsibility in it, in marriage. And so it's like, okay, if you're holding something, you can't hold everything in the world. And so if you're holding something, that means that you only have the capacity, you're, you don't have the capacity to hold other things and it takes intention. Right. And, you know, it's like my coffee that I'm holding right here. It's like, okay, well, I have another hand. I could hold something else, but soon I, ca I can't, I'd have to let this go in order to pick something else up. So I think it's like that symbolic statement of to have and to hold, like uh, we are holding this marriage together. This is important to us. It's it's always going to be our focus. It's always going to be our priority. It's always going to be, uh, you know, what we fight for and what we prioritize mm -hmm. in that. And I think that's, that's you know, holding that responsibility together. Well, I think even to hold can be, you know, a symbolic representation of the intimate relationship that you have once you're married. Because that's mm -hmm. supposed to be reserved for that time in your life. And I think it just... it to acknowledge the bond that that brings and the soul ties that you have because of that. I think it's not just being together, but like that physical relationship. Yeah. in the reality of, yeah, having sex and what that does to a person, to two people. So yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge all the aspects of a relationship. And that's obviously a really big part of a healthy marriage. Yeah. Um, but then the last line of that is um, from this day forward. So like starting today mm -hmm. or from this day forward, there's no, like when you're saying that, it's also important to know what you're not saying. Yeah. Like from this day forward, it doesn't sound like there's a stopping point yeah. ever in that going forward. So I, I, yeah, like for the rest of time and obviously at the end, it kind of concludes that. But 
I think it's just important to notice what you are saying and what you aren't saying. Mm-hmm. Like that's also equally important. It's a, yeah, it's an absolutely binding commitment of forever. <laughs> yeah. You know, until obviously the end death do us part. Spoiler alert, but. Oh my gosh. What if people don't know? <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Move on to the next one. Uh, yeah. So that's like the first vowel line. And then um, for better or for worse. For better or for worse. People like that sounds so sweet. And then when you actually get to for better or for worse, you're like, ugh, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Yeah. I think you just to understand the weight of what you're really saying in that moment. Like, of course, it's all butterflies and hearts and flowers, but that really is like such a heavy statement. You are not just saying yes to the best version of this person, but you're saying yes to them holistically. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, that is why it's so important to really think about who you are marrying because it's like you, you're you signing up for the worst of it. Mm-hmm. And the, Not just bad days for better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> like not good and bad, worse. Yeah, exactly. That just, it's so extreme. And I think you just have to know there's going to be ups and downs, um, not just relationally, but personally. And are you willing to be committed to the worst days? Mm-hmm. And when it's not fun and, and you want to quit, that's, I mean, I feel like that's why this has to be in there is because there's going to be days in your marriage, if you go through a really difficult season that maybe the thought pops in your mind, like, oh man, like I, you know, it takes you back to that wedding day. But then that's where these vows have to remind you like, oh yeah, I did say for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And that's why the the word has to bind us. Um, and, you know, I think we're fortunate in our marriage and we've talked about this a little bit where there hasn't been too much worse. You know, there, you know, our worst is definitely, we feel still feel blessed in whatever season we've been in, but, um, we had honest conversations about it and we really tried to get to know each other. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just hate that phrase. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, maybe one day you guys will find out why, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's just a matter of understanding that life isn't butterflies and rainbows all the time. And there are difficult seasons. And is this a person that you're willing to fight in those seasons for and with. Yeah, and I think that's like, obviously there's like a trend right now, romanticize your life, which I love because you need to bring like the joy and beauty back to every season, even if it's something mundane. Um, But that's not all that it is. And unfortunately it's like, yeah, I like the idea of more just like fighting for them, even if they're not fighting for themselves, like you, are there for better, for worse for them. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just not all about you anymore. It's a partnership for the rest of your life. Yeah. And if you can't be there for somebody in, in, when you're thinking about, Oh, when it gets worse, I don't know if I can do this. Don't get married. Just don't get married to them. Yeah. Because it's going to, it's going to be really hard and you're Mm going to be wishing maybe like, Oh, I wish I would have considered this more. So that's, you know, better or worse. It's kind of straightforward. The next phrase is for richer, for poorer. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were talking about some ideas of what we wanted to talk about going forward in the podcast. And, you know, we wanted to do a topic about top marriage killers, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, and richer or poorer is definitely one of those yeah. things. <laughs> so you think like, oh, like I'll, you know, what was the, um, oh, the movie where like, He's the circus guy. The greatest showman. The greatest showman. And like 
she can't even afford pencils and they're like oh the romantic story they love each other with nothing mm-hmm. but that that is like so difficult for people to journey through to feel like you don't have the stability in life to like yeah. just live i mean yeah i think that's why their story is so beautiful is because they're able to work through all that but when you think about the reality of how hard that is for richer, for poor, for richer. <laughs> yeah, baby, let's go shopping. That's but... <laughs> easy. Oh, marriage is awesome. Excuse me, how are you today? <laughs> yeah, but poor is a you know an aspect of, and, and I feel like okay, so you know poor. I, I feel like we definitely have gone through seasons, but it's it's like a matter of communication, and that's again what we want to talk about on a future episode, but. I think that we've done a really good job in whatever financial season we were in in our marriage of not letting that like affect our relationship. And I think we've always been on the same page. You know, it's like when we got married. It has been hard, though. I think seasons where it was less, less, you know, than others. It it, it does make it's, things challenging. It, it does. And it, it, it causes tension at times. And maybe your relationship, it's not just like, oh, like things are slim or, you know, things came along that we didn't expect. Maybe your your spouse is negligent. Yeah. Maybe yeah, they a... take all your money and they blow it. And man, I'm sorry. Like that, that really sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like for richer or for poor, whether they, whether it's intentional or not, like that is the vow that you made. And that's mm-hmm. oh, so crunchy to have to like say to someone who's really going through it in that way. But I mean, obviously, you do have to do things, be proactive to safeguard yourself, to support yourself and whatever that looks like. But it doesn't specify what poorer looks like when you're saying that. But it it is in the vows, which is interesting, that they Mm -hmm. put a financial reality in your vows. And that's to show that this is something that is important that will affect your marriage. And that's finances. But yeah, I mean, we've gone through harder seasons. I mean, like, like we made a we like when when we got married we really wanted to get into a house as soon as we can and so we were like house poor for like five years yeah it was really hard like like i mean you know and we we were the only one of any of our friends who even had a home like i don't know but like all of our money but all of it was in the house going to it so it's just like but we had to make that reality and that sacrifice and there was even other seasons you know, where it's like, we can't do this and it's uncomfortable at times and it's hard and it's frustrating, but we've had to go through our budgets and be super slim on everything else Mm -hmm. just to make it work. And, you know, it, it is really hard to cut things out and think that you can't, you know, be spontaneous and do what other people are doing. And it can make you feel insecure too. Yeah. Like when you compare yourself to other people and not just for the sake of comparing, but like, let's all go to dinner tonight. And it's like, oh, honey, I can't afford to go to dinner. Mm -hmm. I'm cooking at home for every meal and I'm getting groceries donated to me. You know, those can be seasons that you can walk through. And I mean, if you're married and it's richer or poor, at least you have someone else that's walking through it with you. Yeah. Your poor buddy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like my parents, when they first got married, uh, they didn't have a lot of means and my mom and dad will always tell me the story of how oh yeah we went to like this place and we got like 99 cent all you could eat chili and mm-hmm. they would get a bowl refill it the other person would eat the bowl and they would like 
do that as much as they could until they felt full. Yep. Like, come on. Like, sometimes it just takes sacrifice. Yeah. To be able to make things work. And it's not fun. It's not glamorous. But that's that's sometimes just part of making it work. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one is in sickness and in health. Mm. Yeah. That's hard. Like, sickness. I think, obviously, your mind first goes to, like, physicality. Like, if they're ill, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I used to have a friend and she got married and was super, super sick, like was not able to do anything. Like, I feel like she's still probably not able to do very much. And that's like how they walked into marriage. And that's so, so hard, like to have to care someone so Mm -hmm. religiously. Um, But I think that sickness and health can extend beyond just physicality too. Like mental health? Yeah. Yeah. Like what happens, yeah, when somebody becomes mentally, you know, sick in different regards. And I mean, I think, I don't know, we can probably talk about this in a later episode of like what the extent of some of that looks like and safety and this and that. But, you know, there, yeah, there are times where, you know, oh, your your person you're married to might all of a sudden go into a season of depression or get something and it's like, these are like, these are, that's what we're saying. Like it's, yes, it's like, oh, this nice wedding vows. But like the majority of these vows are to remind us in the seasons where it's not great that I made a vow to this person. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to you no matter what. And that's like, that is true love to mm-hmm. be able to say, I will stand by you no matter what. And I think it's beyond just saying no matter what, even though that's what you're meaning but to spell it out in all these different ways just shows the commitment level that you have for each other. Yep. I think how can like it's supposed to make you feel safe and secure knowing that someone's going to love you through all of those different seasons, knowing how hard it can be, but then also like believing for the days when you get to break through those cycles and find the freedom of, you know, for better in health mm-hmm. for richer. Oh, praise the Lord. Just <laughs> but, <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, I, uh, I don't know why I thought about this, but in the sickness and health, it's a little bit of a darker tone, but it's meant to be a joke. Um, <laughs> now, going? I just remember the conversation that we had, me and Adrian, we have, I am like a huge, like hypothetical person. Like, Hey, if this happens, you know, would you, would you rather all these, I'm having, so one time you were talking, I was like, Adrian, if I ever get, do you know where I'm going? This is, I'm yeah. like, if I ever like get into an accident or get into like a vegetative state, I'm like, I feel like you will refuse to to pull the plug on me let me go so i'm telling you i'm asking you don't let me just survive forever on a the hospital bed as a vegetable and she was like i'm not pulling the plug i'm like <laughs> i'm like no you have to you like please and she's like nope i will not i will not move on no and she's like would you pull the plug on me i'm like well if you ask me to she's like what the <laughs> well i ain't i want you to sit by my bedside however long it takes you never know pray for a miracle i will i would but yeah that's just in sickness and health i'm like man Adrian. we obviously see things differently you gonna pull my plug i'm not pulling his plug but don't worry we still love each other in sickness and health adrian's like even if you don't want it in in your sickest you know, sickness I and health, see you later <laughs> no, no, no 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 i would i would give it a respectful amount of time 
I would wait. I mean, like, what's the what's the what's the best cutoff? You know, it's like. Well, I'm sure that at what point of a coma would come into play. Yeah, I would wait. If you were in a coma, I would wait. I'd wait. I don't know how long. This just brings me back to the last episode where I said that there's a few movies we need to watch, and it it's about in sickness and in health, and you really need to watch. Which them. one? Remember me. Okay, that's um, not what it's. A called. walk to remember. A walk to remember and return to me. Return you kind of married those together. A return to me. I I guess I know what that's about now. My mom saw the episode. She was like, "Spencer, you do need to watch that movie." Uh, remember or er, come return back to me. to me. Come return to me. <laughs> well, that's the he's list. making up his own. Titles. Okay, to love and to cherish. To love and to cherish. I mean, I feel that's pretty straightforward, but but it's not just about like the highs and lows. It's also about just like the way that you treat each other as well. Yeah, like, do you, I mean, think about this. It's like, yeah, you know, you're married, you're doing the best that you can, but I'm like, do you cherish your person? Yeah, it's more than just respecting them and taking care of them, but like the deep love and adoration that comes along with that. Yes, and I think I'm more on this side, but like when, when I'm talking to a spouse, somebody's spouse or whatever, and they like, you know, and I'm not talking about playfully like poking fun. But, like, if I'm talking to somebody and they're, like, not being honorable about, like, their spouse, I'm always like, oh, like, what? It's not becoming. It is not becoming. And, you know, it's like any time I talk about Adrian to anybody, you know, I'm always like, do people know that I'm, like, deeply in love with you by the way that I speak about you? They should. (laughs) Well, yeah. They should. I think they do. But, yeah, it's a matter of, okay – well, do you cherish your person? Yes. Okay, well, do your actions show it and do your words show it? Mm, that's good. In public and in private. In, yes, in public and in private. And um, it's not just a show to make everyone think you guys have a good marriage and you get home and then, you know, wait, where did all the charm go? Yes. You know? Yeah. And so I think, you know, you cherish things. It's kind of like um, uh, this the scripture verse where your treasure is, there your heart is. Oh, baby, that's good. Hmm. Amen. But no, seriously, uh, it, it is like what, where, like, what do you treasure? Like, who do you cherish? And and do your actions show that? And I think cherishing is like, uh, I think it's like developed, mm-hmm. right? You're not just gonna automatically cherish something. It's like whatever you put intention towards, and effort, and dedication, you begin to cherish it more and more and more. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I would say. And I think that your love should always grow deeper and deeper with time. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, there's there's new levels of of the deepness of love that you can feel. Like with us, it, it's at first it's butterflies and it's, oh, yeah, I, you know, the, the, the feelings and, oh, you know, but I feel like it graduates to a more mature love of just like more of a resolve, more of like a, a stable thing. And of course, I still feel that all, all of those things. But um, yeah, it should go deeper and deeper. I think that's a good point. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the last one. Oh wait, no. Uh, uh, okay, that is the last one. Till death do us part. If that ain't clear enough for you, and Adrian goes, and that's why you never pulling the plug on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know what though? I love this trend right now. I'm like, oh, I'm talking about all these trends today. I'm so sorry. They're like, she's so blah. But um, the trend of till death that people will try to like do like on jackets or on cakes or do like making it special like 
that commitment. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you guys remember that it's forever. Yep. You know, so forever. I, I think it for from this day forward till death do us part. Mm-hmm. And that's a real commitment. Mm-hmm. That's a like that's an actual real sober. That's why they put it at the end. It's a period in the sentence. Hey, this is this is it. What? <laughs> I just had a bad thought. Oh. <laughs> Till death do us part. That doesn't mean you should kill him though. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she's free. Well, the It Takes Two podcast said this was the only way to get rid of you. <laughs> I'm like silent laughing. It's so good. <laughs> Do not kill your person. <laughs> oh, in case that wasn't clear before. We don't stand for that here. <laughs> oh, yeah. but You might want to, but uh, don't. But, okay. Also, though, I will say, I think that, you know, oh, that that's a part that everybody thinks like, whoa, till death do us part. But I think that that also can give a marriage hope that if they're, if you're not dead, then there's still hope for your marriage. Yeah. Like it's not over yet. And some some people want to say their marriage is over. Oh, it's over. I there's nothing we can do. Well, if you guys are still married and you're still chugging along and still waking up and breathing every day, then there's still hope for your marriage. That's good. And I think that's important to know is is that things can change in a moment. God can change hearts in a, in an instant, soften hard hearts. He can convict, he can make stupid people correct them in a second the Holy Spirit convicts. So I think it's like, yeah, don't, that's, that's like, okay, that is one that feels like, oh man, to death to us part. But I think it actually instills a level of hope into your vows of like, mm-hmm. hey, death hasn't parted us, so we can do this. Yeah. You know? That's good. Thank you. I just like, I love talking about, you know, how you can pray for your spouse too. I feel like it's something we should definitely expand mm-hmm. on later. Mm-hmm. But um, not just praying like, God, will you fix this? But like, how do you want him to fix this? Like, do you want him to soften their heart? Do you want something to be exposed that you just know in your gut something's wrong, but you don't know what it is? Right. Like, what are you praying for for them? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it's one of the best things you can do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, those those are the vows. We went through them. I feel good about it. Till death do us part. Till death do us part. I um, love you forever. I love you for always. As My long as I <laughs> No, that's not what we're talking about. That's a book. That's like a book for a, a mom, I think. A it's mom like and a kid. this kid playing in a toilet with toilet paper on the cover. I'm like, how are you? Le-? Like, no. Nah. That That's actually the book that my mom got me when I was a kid. I Yeah, I've had it. I've read it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how much I read. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we, we hope that you liked the episode, guys. Um, and uh, as always, make sure that you are leaving a review. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a five-star review. Let us know what you enjoy. Uh, we have anonymous Q&As on our Instagram page that you can go to and you can ask a question. So make sure you go there. We try to answer questions as much as we can. Um, but you have anything else? No, just keep it coming, you guys. We're just so honored to have our two crew with us with everything. Um, we're heading up to episode 10, which is so exciting. Crazy. I feel like we should do something special. Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we will. I don't know. But um, yeah, if there's anything that you guys also want to talk about that maybe we haven't touched on, let us know. Uh, We want to be a resource to you. We want to help you. We want to celebrate with you. And so there's some people who wrote in like, oh, we just got married. We started watching. So congratulations. Yeah. Good job, guys. That's so cool. Till death do you part. Till death do you part. And that's how we sign off today. (laughs) See you next time.